power. Welcome to the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast. This episode of the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast is sponsored by our launch partner, CorePay One. Picture your bank's bill pay, only better. Get built-in bookkeeping, payments, employee reimbursements, and more with CorePay One. With no monthly fee and unlimited users, CorePay One replaces slow and expensive accounts payable software. CorePay One helps you easily manage your clients' bill pay needs. The accountant dashboard is designed to let you seamlessly navigate between your clients and prioritize their most important bills while recording all of the essential bookkeeping data they need. With CorePay One, you can integrate with tools you're already using, sync your existing accounting system like QuickBooks or Xero to create one seamless automation process. You can even submit bills and receipts on the go with their mobile app, no matter where you are, using your Apple or Android device. Paying bills with CorePay One is easy. You can pay by ACH, check, or even international wire payment. And they even offer an easy way to reimburse your employees. With no monthly fees, per document scanning fees, or user fees, the pricing just makes sense. Head over to accountingautomationworkflowpodcast.promo forward slash CorePay. That's accountingautomationworkflowpodcast.promo forward slash C-O-R-P-A-Y. Automation powered accounting with CorePay One. Welcome to the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast, where you can automate your firm one podcast at a time. We are on a quest to eradicate data entry through accounting automation. And I am Heather Satterley. And I'm Brian Clare. And we're here with you again to talk about today document management systems in our firm. So keeping track of all the all the stuff our clients send to us and all the stuff that we have to send to our clients and doing it in a very efficient manner. Yeah. And this will be kind of a, I think we'll see three or four parts roughly, uh, still kind of mapping it out, but it'll be basically about organizing client data. So this is one Thank of you. the parts. Definitely. Organizing data and and making sure that stuff doesn't get lost, right? Like that's the thing that keeps us up at night, right? Something's going to slip through the cracks. We're going to save something in a place that we'll never find it again. Like those are the things that we worry about. So that's what we're going to focus on today. So Brian, what document management system are you using at Blueprint Accounting? Uh, So we've got two. So client-facing, we use Lysio. And then internally, we're on SharePoint. Obviously, OneDrive comes with that because we're a Microsoft firm. It works well. Firstly, we need to fix our folder structure a little bit, which we'll probably touch on a bit of that for uh, for the workflow of the day. Heather's beautiful uh, automation. Yes. But uh, yeah, it works. And like Lysio has built out integrations with Microsoft. So you can actually put files in OneDrive, for example, and then just access them through Lysio. So that's kind of nice. Can you tell us more about Lysio? So what does Lysio do? Like, and why did you pick it? Yeah, so we were previously on ShareFile. Clients didn't like it. And we were looking for something else, decided to try out Lysio and it's working well so far, but it's got kind of four main features that we use, I guess. So client document storage, number one, for sure. They don't do folders, they do tagging structure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have a tag for payroll, the month and the year, that kind of thing. And then you can just quickly search that way. Number two is messaging. You can do messages directly through it. So if you want to like almost completely eliminate email. For example, you could do uh, all the messaging through Lysio and it gets attached directly to a uh, contact and an account. Account would be like the business, basically. And number three is they have e-signatures. So 
I think like Adobe Signature, I forget exactly the, like, the term that they call their software, but there's like DocuSign and Sign Now and Hello Sign and all these other ones, but they have it built in and, and they actually use Adobe for that. And then number four, number four is eluding me. I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> we'll find number four sometime yeah. during our, our next, you know, 30 minutes together for sure. Using ShareFile, and that is our DMS firm facing and client facing to an extent. ShareFile is cloud storage. And what I like about ShareFile and the way it kind of differs from something like OneDrive or Google Drive is that it allows you to send a request. So you can send a link to a client with a request and then the client can put in their name. And there's all kinds of different, you know, advanced security features that you can add based Mm on what you're requesting. Like if I'm requesting something that's not sensitive, i don't make them put a password in, just you know, send it to me. If it's something like a sensitive tax document or something that has their personal information, then I can make them, If I'm and I'm sending it to them, I can make them log in and things like that. But what I like about it is it makes it easy to send the link and the way that it's different is that I can send the link to the client, they click the link, and then they can just upload the file and I get it securely. It's kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. We, like I said, we were previously on ShareFile. Totally, <laughs> totally get why companies use it. It's very, very secure. I think Citrix is the- Citrix the owns it. Yep. And then we also, and we both use Carbon in our firm. And so our clients, they also upload documents through that. So on our work items, we have client tasks. And so a monthly bookkeeping and accounting work of requests like for clients that we don't have access, read-only access to their bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Usually those clients, the work item in Carbon, which is a project managed for those of you that aren't familiar with Carbon, it's a workflow management tool for firms to help you keep track of the work that you're doing. And Mm -hmm. it has a client. It doesn't have a true client portal. Like Lucio is a true client portal, right? Yep. And Carbon's not a true client portal. Like they can log in and they can see the requests that you've sent, but it doesn't keep a copy of old requests and things like that. It's more like go here and upload this. And it is secure. They have to have a pin number. But anyway, so we use that and and they can upload. So work item will kick off with an email to them out of, and we use the intuitized, (laughs) the intuitized Carbon Intuit practice management because we use their tax software and we're Intuit centric anyway. So anyway, they engage with the work item clicks automatically kicks off the beginning of the month. First thing that happens is the email get an email goes to the client that says, hey, we need your bank statements. Upload them here. And then they have task for each one of those documents and then they check it off, they upload and they check it off and they can make comments to us and things like that. So we love that. We love that. We also have the share file. And so what happens with our team is that's where the client's kind of depositing their their documents to us on an ongoing great basis as we're working, as we're doing the work for them. But then we also have to download those documents into our DMS and organize them. It's not quite automated yet because there isn't any way to do that right now using a tool like Zapier. Mm-hmm. You've said DMS twice now. Can you define that? Oh, sure. <laughs> DMS is document management um, system. So document management system. That's all it is. Those cool. those silly acronyms. So <laughs> You get so used to saying them, eh? You do. You do. So I mean, the big challenge for firms is we have to store our documents securely. We have to request documents securely. We have to deliver documents securely. And that can get really confusing. Totally. Yeah. You triggered my memory of what the fourth piece of, or like the important piece of Lysio was. It was client tasks. Awesome. So you have client tasks as well. So the same thing. How do client tasks and and Lysio differ from client tasks 
in carbon. It's kind of the same, to be honest. You can still, you know, you do the request to the client. They can submit a document or just answer a question. Basically the same thing in carbon. So one of the things that I felt like would be really cool to talk about is how do you organize all this stuff? Like I'm sure some of our listeners are thinking to themselves, man, it's so hard to find stuff. We have, you were just saying, Brian, earlier that you had a team member that was like, where do I find this? And having a structure that everybody on the team understands and knows makes the work go so much easier. You know, the team member came to me. I'm not sure where to find this. She, you know, she's new to the team. So completely understand. And this is definitely something that we are changing to make everything sort of standardized across every single client. So everyone knows you go here for bookkeeping, you go here for taxes, you go here for permanent stuff. That's work in progress for sure. But workflow of the day, you've got an interesting tidbit here around how you can kind of automate that. So we do have a standard standardized file structure. And when I say standardized file structure, what I'm talking about is we have folders and subfolders that hold our clients' documents and the folders and subfolders have the same name and contain the same types of documents across our entire client base. So for example, every client has a permanent file, right? And inside that permanent file, every client has a fixed asset folder. Every client has an organizational docs folder. Every client has a prior year tax return folder. Um, Every client has, I can't remember the other two right off the top of my head, but you get the idea. So every single client has that parent folder and then those five subfolders inside. And then for our tax returns, we have, you know, tax year, and then we have, you know, the tax return source documents folder, which are all the source documents we're getting from our clients. We have our um, our work papers, which are the things that we're preparing to substantiate what we're putting on the tax return. And then we have the tax return copies, right? We have like for bookkeeping, we have the same thing. So each one of our structure, and we went through as a team to identify what do we need for each of these you know, what do we need from our clients and where should they be and where would they be? You know, where would, where does it make sense for us to look for them? And we did that just in like a word doc, right? We went in and we're like, this is what we need. And then once we created that, we created a template in ShareFile. So we created a template in ShareFile that we can assign to any one of our clients. And some, there is a feature in ShareFile that allows you to assign that file structure template across your entire client base and then if you make any changes, it'll update the client, entire client, nice. which is nice. really cool. Like a file structure template for client that had like the tax years and I added a new tax year folder, it would actually add it across my entire client base. I personally don't love it because <laughs> it's got some quirks in it and every client is different as you know, right? So mm-hmm. I like to go in and make little tweaks and changes and you have to disassociate the template from the client before you make those little tweaks and changes. And to me, that seems like it defeats the purpose, in my opinion. It also could totally be that I'm using it wrong and that somebody who is a ShareFile power user is like, Heather doesn't know what she's talking about. And I would not disagree, but based on my knowledge of it, I don't like the way it works. So I came up with a zap that does it for me. Nice. Well, And so that's my workflow of the day. Nice. Well, hopefully if there's a listener out there that is a ShareFile uh, guru, maybe they do have a tip here that they could add on to, uh, to your workflow there. I would love that because I love ShareFile. I mean, I love, I love it. It's, it's awesome. But that one feature, I was really excited about it and then it didn't quite work the way I wanted it to. Yeah. I want to ask you a question actually. Sure. Yeah. Do your clients have access to all these folders as well? Nope. No. That's okay. another thing I love about ShareFile is that I can control who has access to what folders. So 
you know, team members, I can add team members to folders, I can remove access. So if somebody leaves the firm, it's easy to go in and just cut off their access to all the folders. And then they only have access to every client in our file structure, we have a folder called client uploads. And so they all have access to that. And then they also have access to the client documents folder, which is financial, not finance, we don't do audited financial statements, but they have financial reports, and they have tax returns. Okay. So then help me understand this. So client uploads it into the client upload folder. Are you taking it and then putting it into your own share file folders? Yep. Based on what it is, I guess. That's exactly what we're doing. Okay. How do you make sure clients get a file back? I guess if they have a question, like let's say a client comes to you and is like, I can't find my incorporation documents. You know, do you have this? So if they can't find it, which is really common, and I don't think it's that the clients can't find it. I think they don't want, they just, they want to send an email and say, send it to me because they don't want to figure it out. Because I mean, we're in ShareFile every day, right? Mm -hmm. So for us, we're like, how could this be hard for the client? Our clients are in ShareFile maybe once a month if they're a monthly client. If they're not a monthly client, it's like once a year. Like they're Mm -hmm. not going to remember, oh, I need to go to that app that I never use (laughs) (laughs) and log in. So that's why they ask us. So the cool thing is, is I can just, I use the file mapper tool for ShareFile, which the file mapper tool, basically it's called Citrix Files and it maps it to my computer. So it, my ShareFile folders look like they're part of, they look like a map drive. Mm -hmm on my computer. So what I can do, send something, a tax return to a client, I can just navigate to that folder, actually to the tax return, right click on it, right on my desktop, and I can say share. And when I say share, it can I can share with a link, which it'll just copy a link and I can paste it into an email. I can do whatever I want with it. Or I can email through Citrix files, which just pulls up and it'll prompt them to log in. Or I there's an integration with like Outlook which I don't Mm -hmm. have. I'm I'm a Gmail user, so I don't use that. But there's an integration with Outlook that you would be able to do that. There's also in Gmail and Outlook, there's a widget that you can install for Citrix files that will allow you to do that right inside the email. So you wouldn't have to go on out to, you wouldn't have to go to the drive. You could do it right from in there and just navigate to the file that you want and, and insert a link. So you've got your automation for the folder structure creation. I do. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Cool. And then the, I guess the the folders are right there on your desktop or in your uh, file structure. You get it all automated and then everything just shows up for you to, to utilize yeah. right away. The only thing that's not automated in our file structure is that a lot of our clients, like I said, upload their documents through Intuit Practice Management Carbon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Part of our workflow is at the end of every engagement, we have a task for yeah. our, our team to go through and download all of the attachments that are in IPM to ShareFile. And that's manual. Mm. It's not hard, but it's not, we haven't automated. And the reason we haven't automated it is because there isn't currently a way to automate it. So Mm. as soon as Carbon, Carbon, if you're listening, you're listening, please add this. As soon as Carbon opens up their API to Zapier, right now they're on Zapier, but right now it only affects the contact information. Yep. It doesn't affect any of the work items. It doesn't affect any of the documents. Once they open that up, um, then we will be able to automate that because we'll be able to say, hey, if a new attachment ends up in this contact, go send it to ShareFile. And that would be really cool. Yeah. Myself and the Blueprint Marketing Manager I've been looking into is actually RPA. So using b- like bots basically to do some yep. of this stuff that we can save for a whole other podcast because that is a huge topic. But Looks interesting. Looks kind of promising. 
right? But there's yeah. certain file structure and naming conventions you have to use to make it work really well. So we can we can explore that another time though. That'd be awesome. No, I'd love to hear more about that. And I've been reading about that too, but that's like the whole, that's like bringing it to the next level, right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I'm going to share my workflow of the day. So my workflow of the day is I have a Zap that when a client accepts an engagement letter in Practice Ignition, which is a tool that I use to um, create proposals for my clients, and also I use it for billing for my clients. And so when they accept the proposal, I have a Zap. And for those of you that are new to the Accounting Automation Podcast, Zapier is a no-code automation tool that you can use that connects over 2,000 applications, and you can create custom automations between them. So Practice Ignition is on the Zapier platform, and I've created a Zap that when a new proposal is accepted, it automatically creates the whole file structure for the new client in ShareFile. So I don't have to do that anymore. And so the way I created that is I first had to create the file structure and define what that looked like. Right. And luckily we already had it because we, <laughs> we had already been using, we had already been using the, the, we, we have a, a blank one that is our template that we just copy in. We were copying into a new client folder. And so what it does is when it creates it, when, when the client accepts the proposal, it goes through and it creates that whole parent subfile structure mm-hmm. in the share file for us. We don't have to do it. How many folders is this structure? Oh my gosh. I have to go look. Hold on. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's a nice workflow because it saves you the step of having to basically log into ShareFile, go find yeah. your template structure and then and then create it. And potentially like maybe you're adjusting it afterwards. I don't know, but you now you're getting it, it automated. So yeah, no, it really does. It really does save time. And I'll, I'll tell you, it doesn't have to be ShareFile. So I've built this mm. for other people in other applications. So you could do it in Google Drive. You could do it in OneDrive. You could do it. I'm not sure if you can do it in SharePoint or mm. SharePoint work with OneDrive. I'm not a Microsoft. I mean, no, I, I use it on Microsoft, but I don't think I don't you, think SharePoint's on Zapier, actually. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Dropbox is on there. Box is on there. I mean, there's a ton of them. So I, wanna, I don't want to say whatever you're using, but... <laughs> There's a pretty good likelihood that whatever that what you're using is on Zapier. It's worth checking out. And um, I have that Zap, and I'll actually share it with you guys. It's a template. The one I have, like I said, <laughs> is for ShareFile, but you could look at it and get ideas to build it in your own file management tool. Yeah. So that's my automation of the day, and it does save us quite a bit of of time. I mean, I don't yeah. have to do anything. It just happens, and then it's there, which is fantastic. I like it. It's part of your onboarding. You said like I, I've actually turned my my onboarding zap. I turned off because I'm editing it, and we yep. like we've onboarded a few clients recently. And I'm like, why did I do that? Because <laughs> it's so many steps, right? It's so many. I mean, onboarding a client takes the the manual to do what everything we do manually would take us an, at least an hour per client. Yeah, and we don't spend any time doing it anymore. Our client fills out a form, and bam, it just happens. Beautiful. The only thing that happens is it sends us a, a zap or it sends us a Slack message to tell us in our celebrations channel to tell us that we signed a new client. Yes, I love that. I have and when we get that thing. GIF, yeah. we know that yeah. the, the ShareFile folder structure is already there. So nice. that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Automation challenge for people. Yes. What is that going to be? So uh, we're saying create a client document folder structure template. And then potentially what you could do if you're, if you're listening well and, and Heather's going to share her zap, you could potentially take that and flip it around and actually use it for your own purposes. Yep, you could totally. And I think that's a step to getting, you know, when we started today's podcast, we were talking about the pain point and the pain point is your fir- your firm and your team members lose time and efficiency because they can't find stuff. 
So one of the biggest things that you can do to increase your efficiency is to create that file structure, get it organized, get an intern and have them move. You know, I, that's what I did. I had not an intern, but I had one of our admins go through and after we created what it was, they went in and they spent some time moving everybody's files into the structure and then we rolled it out to everybody. And yeah, it's an investment, but the amount of efficiency after making that investment, it's like ridiculous. I can totally relate to that and not having the efficiency. As I said earlier, we're working a little bit to fix our structure. So getting that in place, definitely, I think it's a, a big win. It'll it'll definitely make things a lot more efficient to find all those files that you need to you know send to a client or share with the team whatever you need them for. Definitely. Yeah. The other thing that, that I, we were talking about earlier, which is not really, and we're going to go on a little, a little, <laughs> we're going to go on a little, uh, tangent, side tangent there. But one of the things <laughs> you and I were talking about, I think it's a good, a good thing to talk about is automation is great when you're, when everything is structured and you've taken the time to think about what it should look like and you've tested it. Right. Yeah. Automation is disastrous if you don't do that. So like the first step in this process would be, you've got to define that structure. You've got to put thought into it. If you have a team, you need to be having that conversation with them. And then you need to be documenting what goes in these folders and make sure that everybody on your team knows, right? Because otherwise, if you don't have a system, the automation is crap, right? Yep. It doesn't do anything. So I think like that's a huge takeaway when we're talking about automation is you can automate anything, but you don't want to automate crap. You want to automate, like we want to use automation to make things better. And the only Easier, way you're going to do that yeah. is to have the system designed first. Yep. Totally agree. Um, going to name drop Ryan Lozanis here. He had his future firm podcast. I think he talked a little bit about that. Like people are so focused on getting the technology in place. Cause like, it's exciting. It's, you know, shiny. I want to use the technology. I want to make it work. But if your structure, like your folder structure is not good, you know, your processes aren't in place and you put technology on top of that, it's just going to be more crap. Garbage in, garbage it out. It is garbage in, garbage out. And you know, the other thing I would say is if you're not ready for Zapier and you're like, I don't know Zapier, I'm not learning Zapier today. Just creating that folder, that blank folder, like create a blank one. Do do your homework and, or not your homework, but you know, create your structure. This is, you know, these are the parent folders that I'm going to have. These are what the subfolders are going to be in. This is what they're going to contain. Create one in whatever you're using. OneDrive, create a blank one, right? Now you have one that even if you're not going to automate using Zapier, you can make a copy of it into the new client's folder, yeah. which is still a huge time savings, right? So go ahead and create tax year 2021 with the tax forms folder and the client documents folder and the work papers folder and whatever subfolders you need blank, nothing in them. And then the next time you get a client, you can go into your OneDrive, create the client parent folder, the client name, and then make a copy of that whole file structure, paste it into that folder and bam. It's not complete automation, but man, is it time savings. Tons of time savings there. A little, yeah. little bit of upfront work, but in the long run, lots of time savings. That, that upfront work will pay off in dividends. Yep. like crazy dividends, especially if you're on high growth. Yeah. So, and hopefully like actual money growth. dividends. That's what we're talking about, right? Or- yeah. <laughs> your files are going to pay you. you know? yeah. You're going to be able to take on more clients because you're going to be spending less time creating folders for every client that you onboard. Yeah. 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 That's true. So you can, yeah. Do, do more work that you get yeah. paid for. So awesome. Yeah. So you guys can do this. That's your, your challenge is create that folder structure template and then make a, make the template, like make it. And then you're going to be like so excited the next time you get a new client when you just copy and paste it and you're like, oh my God, I'm done. 
fun. It's going to be awesome. And tell us about it. Yep. Definitely shoot us some messages. Definitely check them out. Celebrate the success with you. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Well, I think our time is just about up, Brian. We're going to have more automation and efficiency tips for you next week. So join us. We're going to continue to talk about how can we make interacting with our clients much, much more efficient. And that's all we got for today. So my name is Heather Satterley. My name is Brian Clear. And this is the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast. We're here to help you work less by automating more.